0: Welcome to episode number 50 of the Raw Food Podcast. I am your host, Laura Jane the Rotarian. Today's episode is for you if you need a motivational boost to start taking action on your health-related goals. In this episode, we're going to be talking about the difference between learning about something new versus taking action on your new thing. I'll be sharing a story from my personal life and then we will talk about the differences between acquiring knowledge and putting that knowledge into action. And at the end of this episode, I'm going to give you a clear game plan for how to move forward with your health related goals. So stay tuned and I will be back with you shortly. Hello and welcome to episode 50 of the raw food podcast. I am your host. Laura Jane the Rotarian and today we are talking about something that I think maybe is a topic that you don't give a lot of consideration because we're all moving forward in our lives doing what we think is best for ourselves and our families. So today what we're talking about is the difference and the importance both of knowledge versus taking action. So putting that knowledge into action in our lives. So big picture here today on the episode what we're going to be talking about I'm just going to tell you a little story from my own life first about what led me to want to record this episode today and then we're going to look at knowledge and acquiring knowledge um in terms of say figuring out what equipment you should buy to eat healthier or make change in your life and you know learning about something. Then we're going to talk about taking action. So that's the idea of, well, maybe you've bought a blender and you've got some recipe books and now you're actually gonna put those recipe books and blenders into action and actually maybe make some healthy recipes. And I mean, this, we're going to be talking about healthy eating, yes, but we're also going to be talking in this episode about all areas of our lives because learning about things and taking action on them is something very different. Such as probably we all know that we should be exercising more or eating more fruits and vegetables. So we don't maybe need more knowledge about this, but maybe we think we do. But what we need to be doing is actually putting these this knowledge into action. So every day, like maybe getting a bit more exercise, actually doing it, or um, also getting out there and eating more as well and eating better, better foods. So as I said, we're going to be talking about knowledge, then we're going to be talking about taking action and some tips for both of these areas. Then we're going to really end on talking about the balance between the two because of course some of you will be really heavy on like acquiring all this knowledge and learning, learning, learning before you're ready to start anything new and other people maybe will be more likely to be just jumping right into things and you know maybe not learning enough. So we're going to talk about the balance, the appropriate kind of like I've got a solution for you about how to negotiate this whole knowledge versus action issue. So of course, both of the, both of these things are important, but I think how you're balancing these things could be hugely affecting your life. And this is maybe something that seems a little, you know, like, oh, this is supposed to be about healthy eating. Why are you talking about mindset and psychology? But sometimes this sort of thing, like how much time you're spending learning about something you want to change, like say healthy eating versus putting it into action, this could actually Like drawing your attention to the fact like, ooh, I'm a knowledge gatherer and I maybe need to start putting some of these things into action. This could hugely make a change in your life. So that's a general overview of what I'm going to be talking about on this episode. But as I mentioned, I think I'll maybe start out by just telling you about why I wanted to share this information with you today on the podcast. So here's a story. You know, I'm the Rotarian, I'm pretty good with the healthy eating thing, and you know one of my struggles is exercise. And don't get excited, people. Yes, today I did jog. It was a miracle. It was probably the first time in a few months, and I just kind of felt like I had energy first thing in the morning, and I thought, oh, I'll just go take a jog. And it wasn't even that long. I just was out jogging slowly, (laughs) very, very slowly, and... At a certain point, you know, maybe after I didn't jog for very far, it was maybe three kilometers or like two miles total. And, you know, kind of near the end, I thought, oh my gosh, I'm really feeling so happy and good. And I'm really enjoying this jog. And I was like, oh, I guess that whole like happiness endorphin jog thing actually really works. And as I had that Thought process in myself while I was jogging and I kept jogging a little bit and I started reflecting on this and I thought, oh my gosh, like, of course, I've read about this idea of, you know, you get good endorphins and it helps you release stress and blah, blah, blah about this jogging, all this stuff I know and I've known for years. But knowing this doesn't help me or benefit my life until I'm actually out there doing the thing and experiencing the results. So for me, I was really reflecting on this this morning and thinking about how what we all need to be doing is experiencing more of the benefits and the results. Because so many of us are looking for more knowledge or more information. Like I, I know a lot of us maybe would be say, talk about happiness, for example. Um, you might be reading it, you're sitting on maybe Facebook, and I love Facebook, don't get me wrong, but maybe reading, clicking on a link and saying, oh, like the top 20 tips for happiness. And you might read an article about this and it's like, it might say things like, take time for yourself or eat better and get out there and jog and you'll feel better. You might scan this list and be like, "Ugh, this is nothing here for me. This doesn't help me. I know all this. There's nothing new here. But just because we know and are aware of some of these things that are supposed to make us happier or feel healthier, you know, be at the weight we want, clear up our bad skin, all this kind of stuff, putting them into action and practice is what we need to be doing. So just because we might think, oh, here's a recipe book, all that's in it is some smoothies or here's a meal plan. It's just got all these smoothies and salads and like, oh, this is so not new and so not exciting. And that may be the case, but because what we need to be doing is not just learning, learning, learning and getting, you know, bored of learning about these things. We need to be actually putting them into practice. So for me, I had that kind of brown making groundbreaking moment for myself about jogging, but I think um, I'm going to bring it back more to the food food topic as we move through this episode. So that was a little bit about my story in terms of why I wanted to record this today, but I think that um, we all want to give this more consideration. So moving on to the first topic of knowledge acquisition. So Perhaps, let's take a basic example, you've kind of been in a food slump and you want to make some positive changes and you've maybe heard about this raw food thing or you just want to eat more fruits and vegetables and maybe cut down your junk food consumption. So this is a common story. So I know a lot of people want to be the best, do the best job they can, research well, have a plan And that is great. And that comes from a wonderful place. And we all need to do research. But I know that many of you will be doing a lot of research without dipping your toes into that action idea. So you might be uh, reading about say some recipes that you might try or even buying some equipment, which is great. So maybe buying a blender or a food processor or maybe even a dehydrator. So you're acquiring knowledge, you're learning, you're looking at recipes. But a lot of us have a blockage and we feel like, oh, we don't know everything. And maybe before we should take action, we need to learn more. We need to read more. We don't have time. We just get a little nervous about dipping our toe in the action pool. So I also know as well, sometimes it's the action. Well, actually, (laughs) learning can be hard too sometimes. But putting your learning into action, especially at the beginning when it's something new, is not necessarily that fun. So it's kind of hard. It's kind of scary. It takes time. This is where you have to actually like, read the instructions on your food processor, read a recipe. Maybe you've never made a smoothie before and you don't know how to do anything. It's like, do I peel this lemon? What do I do? So it all feels really, really hard. It's the hardest at the beginning. So it kind of makes sense that we have a mental blockage or barrier and we procrastinate dipping our toes into action. So You might have bought a smoothie book, you might have bought a blender, but maybe you haven't made your first smoothie yet. And that was like three weeks ago and the blender is gathering dust. Like it's still in the box maybe in your closet. So you're not alone in this. This is like, that's actually kind of what I wanna really focus on is you are not alone in this in really also wanting to do it well and kind of finding really good excuses for not making your first smoothie Or going back to say the jogging idea, maybe you know you want to jog and you want to run a marathon and you're reading about like this marathon in 2020 that you maybe you want to take. But the first thing to do is like lace up your sneakers and just get out there and who cares? You don't need an app, you know, you don't need perfect shoes. Just get out there and like see if you can walk to the end of your block and turn around and come home so one of the best ways to get through that blockage and I'll talk about this a little bit later but is to just take a tiny step forward you don't have to do it perfectly you don't have to um, do it right is just to get sort of like your feet wet sorry for all these bad analogies but in and start taking a little bit of action and feeling what that feels like but we'll go back back to that. I think. Well, we'll really move on to the topic of action maybe now because overall, many people, even listening to this, maybe you, are acquiring knowledge because you want to eat better, and maybe you're. Maybe I want you to listen to the podcast, but maybe you are acquiring too much knowledge, and do not taking no action or very little action. And let's talk about action. This is where we get the results that we want. So this could be even in terms of money, right? It's like, oh my gosh, I'm freaked out about my retirement. I know I need to save money and, but I don't have time or, (laughs) okay, I don't have enough money to save any money. But one of the best ways to get used to saving money would be To put like literally $1, I know we can all afford to do that, like $1 in a savings account or piggy bank or whatever. And then you can get used to the feeling of whatever it is, like transferring money into a savings account and um, similarly with exercise, like just get used to maybe cracking a tiny sweat or like very very baby steps um this because this is where we're going to get the results and just think even if you're putting in a dollar i don't know once a week or that's probably too frequent like you know once a month then you'll start to see the results accumulating and again just going with this whole banking idea it's going to be annoying you have to set up a savings account you have to remember to transfer your dollar in but that's the idea it doesn't have to be perfect, but going through the motions of like uh setting up this bank account and figuring out and remembering to put your $1 in, but you're actually doing all the motions and setting everything in place so that you can, well, it's going to be easier because you're, as time goes on, because you've already set up your bank account. You already have got some routine for how to transfer in your $1. And then let's say you get a raise and now you can afford to save like, I don't know, $50 a month, then you're already in the groove. You know what you're doing, and it's a lot easier to make accelerated changes. So let's start at the beginning. So let's pretend you're a knowledge acquirer. You've bought like 50 books about how to improve your health. You've got a blender and a food processor and a dehydrator, and you've never used them. And you know what? That's okay, because it it might mean a few things about yourself. One you're really good at, at doing research and wanting to do things perfectly and wanting to make the right decision and not wanting to make a mistake. That's a common fear that we all have. And so let's not get down on ourselves for that. All that kind of means is like, excellent. You are ready to start making some actual changes that will, um, at first feel tough. So. When we start any new thing, I mean, just think about it when we were like babies starting to walk, you know? It's hard. It's like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm going to fall down. I have to think about, like, how does this work? Okay, the walking is a complicated analogy, but let's say healthy eating. Well, I don't know. I'm used to eating Mr. Noodles for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So, how am I going to make a smoothie? What, what, It says orange in the recipe, like, does this mean a clementine, a mandarin? There's so much that you have to learn at the beginning. And that's when it feels really hard. But when you're going through that, I, you know, let's get away from the smoothie. Let's say you're going to make, um, a nut pate that will be satisfying. You're going to put it on top of your salad. So this might be the first raw vegan recipe that you've ever made. So you're there, you've got your new food processor You've never used it. You can't figure out how to get the lid on. You are looking at the recipe and realizing, oh my gosh, I bought, you know, almonds instead of walnuts. Like I've got the wrong nuts here. I was going to make this now. I don't understand step three of the directions. It says, you know, soak the nuts. What does that mean? So like all these barriers have occurred. Now you've got the wrong nuts. Maybe you have to go back to the store and get the different nuts you need to stop what you're doing, go to YouTube, read about how to soak nuts. Like when you're starting out, I'm acknowledging and I'm commiserating with you that it's tough at the beginning. But if you can persevere and think, well, I'm going to have to learn about this soaking. I'm going to have to get these nuts, correct this all. And I'm going to have to struggle with this food processor lid and figure out how to get it on or off but that's all very annoying but that is usually stuff that is only annoying one time so you'll be like oh this is how this lid works and um you know eventually maybe you'll get the right nut and then you'll realize oh for soaking I watched that video and I think it's I need to do this and that So I'm just acknowledging and we all need to realize like, yes, at the beginning, things can be very annoying and tough, but when you're going through that, you need to remind yourself that usually these really difficult challenges are at the very, very beginning. Um, Let's talk about going to the gym. Another example, you are freaked out about going to the gym because A, like What's the change room situation like? You're going to have to walk in there. You don't know anybody. You're going to, you have no idea how to use these machines. Like all of this stuff is huge, huge barriers. Um, What are you going to wear? What's everybody else going to be wearing? How crowded is it? There's so many unknowns. But once you go to the gym, not that I go to the gym very often, but I have in the past. You know, once you go one time, so many of those fears get alleviated because you can now picture it and have a, what they call a mental model. I remember learning about this in psychology that it really helps you, um, to have a mental model of what you're going to be doing. So I like this gym idea for this example in that, again, once you go to the gym one time, you've kind of been through all the motions. You're like, okay, so now next time I can picture that there was like lot of room and I could use the machines I could picture what the where I have to check in and pay I know that I need to bring a quarter for the locker like you have a mental model and you can kind of go through it in your head before you go so that really helps to alleviate stress and worry about the unknown because so much of our fear is all about the unknown so if you can kind of remind yourself of that and think maybe you're listening to, to this and you don't want to go to the gym and especially too you might think like oh my gosh it's gonna be full of these like super fit people you might have that worry like I'm gonna stick out I maybe need to lose weight and I'm gonna be like the biggest person there and you have all these fears. But when you if you can just tell yourself, well I'm going to go check this gym out and just get like a mental model model in my head so that I know what it's like and I can get rid of some of those fears and I only have to go once just to do that, that is going to be so huge. So let's just all acknowledge, let's take a moment, like an ohm moment that starting something new, taking a tiny bit of action, taking the first step is usually the most horrendous hard thing. I know maybe that doesn't excite you because you're like, oh Jane, why are you telling me that this is so hard and awful? And then my bad day is going to be so hard. But I think when we go into something knowing like, okay, well, I'm going to the gym for the first time. I'm going to have butterflies in my stomach and I'm going to, you know, be worried and I'm going to hate it and it's awful. But once you can just push yourself through that just to go, like, who cares if you even exercise or not on that first day at the gym? And in fact, I would say you know, don't make it too complicated. Don't think you have to go there and like exercise for two hours. Just, you know, practically go in there, use the treadmill, walk on it for five minutes. Or maybe you're freaked out of the treadmill, you know, just like walk around the gym and then leave. Um, But you would be amazed at how proud I would be of you. And you should be of yourself if you can actually push yourself to do that thing and get that first one over with. It's kind of like, Losing your virginity of like something that you're afraid to do. So um, I just want everybody to acknowledge. And I know I'm kind of beating this dead horse. But it's really important that it is hard. And it feels hard. But the good thing is, is once you sort of are deflowered of the very first learning. And sometimes that takes a while. So again, let's pretend you want to eat a lot of raw food maybe the first week you're also dealing with like detox your body's like oh what is all this fiber i have to go to number two all the time so at the beginning things are hard i've been reading this book yeah i'm sorry to keep talking about it on the podcast it's about creativity it's called big magic by elizabeth gilbert and it's not really about food at all it's just about creativity and putting ourselves out there and I remember there was a really good section in that book that talked about how usually people quit when anything, you know, um, I think she was talking about meditation, but it's like people tend to quit when things are just starting to get interesting. So they're kind of in the middle of like that first week, say, of like eating new foods where it's like oh, I've been doing this for like three days. I've been eating all raw and it's still taking me so long to like follow all these recipes. And oh, now I have to go number two all the time because I'm eating all this delicious like fiber and like, oh, this is awful. But you're kind of quitting like right at the most silly time to quit because you have gotten, you've done really well. You know, you've like, gotten your foot in there, you've got this done a lot of research, you've done so much, but you haven't really gotten to any of the results or the benefits yet. You know, you're three days in and you're like, oh my gosh, these recipes are taking me forever. But if you had just hung on a little longer, with you know, it doesn't mean you have to be completely raw, but just you keep hanging on and persevere and push through that kind of hard part, that interesting part where where you're learning new things. You will be amazed that that kind of like, you know, the bell curve or whatever of, that's the wrong word, but you know, the trajectory of learning, is going to get a lot easier very quickly. Um, But you might be kind of like at the bottom of like the hard part. So you just need to keep going through and because pretty soon you'll be like, oh, and that pate, I know how to get my food processor lid on and off and like, boom, boom. Oh yeah, I remember I've made this recipe before. It's just like throw everything in the food processor and like press go. And then what used to take you like 20 minutes to figure out is like a three minute thing that takes very little mental energy, especially once you can start repeating things. So again, going to the gym, um, very awkward and weird at the beginning for anyone, especially with all the machines. It's so, it's so awkward. Um, but then once you're like, oh, I've maybe had somebody show me around the gym. I know they told me I should like do this jog for 10 minutes and ride the bike for five minutes and use these three weight machines. Like you, you know what you're supposed to do. In many ways, human beings are like dogs or like my dog. Like we want to know what we're supposed to do and when we're supposed to do it. And when we can just kind of like follow along with that schedule, it kind of becomes so much easier and like mindless I mean standing in the gym looking at all these people and looking at all the equipment and I'm wondering like what should I do next <laughs> that is a terrible feeling but if you can know um, you know I'm gonna do this bike for five minutes jog for 10 minutes and then use three weight machines and then I'm gonna leave then there's a lot less decisions that you have to make and you don't feel like you have to just stand around so It's tough to figure out what you should be doing and, you know, all that stuff. But once you can work through that and, like, understand, oh, this is what I need to do, it becomes so much easier. So I'm just pleading with you to be gentle with yourself and knowing this is a really hard thing, but it's going to get easier. And I just need to persevere through it because that's when... You get to have the results and the benefits. So let's even talk back to my original idea, which was talking about the jogging. So probably a year and a half ago or something, I began to experiment with jogging and I kind of it was awful. And I used to jog really fast and I would be like beet red and then um, I would be way out of breath and it would practically hurt my chest to breathe. Anyway, long story short, I kind of went through all these learning pains with jogging again, I'm not a big jogger, but I now understand the kind of rules for myself. Like I was jogging way too fast. It was so, it felt so awful because I was kind of like, you know, what did they say? Pumping weight above my class or whatever it is. Like I was doing weight, I was doing it wrong. But once I kind of realized and learned, oh, this is how learned by doing, let me say. Um, now when I'm jogging, even though I don't do it very often, I know what pace to go at. I know I have my shoes, I have all my stuff, so I know what to do. And so now it's fun. (laughs) Kind of, it is, but it's way funner. It's way more fun than it used to be. So, um, and again, with like healthy food, yes, of course, for me, when I went raw in 2009, For my first 30 days, it was so hard, and I didn't know what I was doing, and it took me forever, and I had to, like, use so many brain cells. My little gray cells would get so tired because I had to learn all these new recipes and choose what to eat. But very quickly, it just became, like, normal, and I didn't have to think about it, much like how you probably come home from work and just make your normal food whatever that is it's not like it causes you great mental stress you just do your usual things so um more on that in my episode called creating healthy habits by the way but overall in order to get to this point where like oh i know how to jog and i um, know what to make for myself that's healthy we do need to go through these growing pains of learning new learning new things. And let me just say, oh my God, I know this is rambly podcast, but I really feel so passionate about this. One thing I know for sure, I've done a lot of research about happiness because that's a sort of interest of mine. Um, but overall, one of the biggest determinants of happiness is growth. So that means that we get happy when we are challenging ourselves and growing and knowing that, well, this year I'm eating healthier than I was last year. This year I'm exercising more than I was last year. And that makes us feel happy about our lives and our trajectory and where we're going in life. So I'm just encouraging you to grow more in your life and grow by, um, you know, not so much Just learning about things, but also putting them into action. I know at the beginning of this episode, I talked about sort of the solution and I was going to talk about how to balance acquiring knowledge and putting that knowledge into action. So the main idea that I want you to play with in terms of learning about, say, healthy eating and putting that healthy eating in practice Is this concept of just-in-time learning. What that basically means is if you are eating, let's just say terribly, and you ultimately want to be eating 100% raw vegan all the time. Well, that's awesome first. However, we all must start with a small step. So, you don't necessarily, if you've never made a vegan recipe, say, you don't necessarily need to know and research everything you need to know about being a 100% raw vegan, like how much protein do I need? Do I need to take B12? These are all really good questions, but they're not the questions you need to be asking today. If we can think about it, If you're eating um, McDonald's for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and you know you want to make a big change in your health, well, what you need to know today is like, let's pick one recipe that you can make with whatever you have in your house, or equipment wise, you know, like, or let's make a salad. So let's dabble in that right away. Because what we want to be doing and the well, okay, just to finish the thought there on the just-in-time learning. So you need to learn. You do. You need to learn some sort of healthy recipe that you can make today. So your challenge would be, I don't know, look up a solid recipe on the internet, print it out, take it to your kitchen, and maybe if you don't have the ingredients, go buy those ingredients and come back home and make that food. So you are learning, but you're learning just what you need to know to take some action so the idea here um i remember learning about this concept actually in business my old job was related to developing websites so um, people who wanted to have like a really amazing website would sometimes do all this research about all this complex stuff that they didn't need to know because what they really needed to be researching or figuring out or doing was like If you'd like to have a website, well, what should it be about? Or let's start it, you know? So um, the research you need to be doing is for the next piece of action that you can take. So, um, yes, that is the concept of just-in-time learning. And the real idea here is what you want to do is you want to learn something and then put it into action right away. And then... You're like, oh, I did it. And then you want to learn something again. So talking back to the raw food idea, let's say um, you've learned how to make a smoothie. You bought a blender. You got some blender recipes. Now you're making blenders or smoothies rather. And now you're feeling like, oh, I learned it. I've kind of mastered how to put fruit and some spinach in my blender and make a good smoothie. First of all, pie yourself on the back. Nice job. Now, maybe something you could learn would be, well, maybe I could try to make something savory in my blender. So let's look for a savory recipe. Let's say maybe you're going to make Alfredo sauce out of cashews in your blender, and then you will just get a recipe for that, and then you'll make it. So you're going to put that into action, and maybe you'll just put that over regular wheat pasta and eat that with garlic bread. Who cares? So you're doing that for a while. Now you've made a few nutty things in your blender. And now you're thinking, ooh, I found this recipe for, I don't know, raw marinara sauce. And I want to maybe buy a food processor. And, you know, because I need that to make these marinara recipes. So maybe I'll buy a food processor. So maybe now you need to research, you know, oh, what food processor should I buy? And then go buy a food processor. Then use that food processor for a little bit. So you can see where I'm going here because I know many people would approach this as I want to be 100% raw vegan. I've never made a raw recipe. I'm going to read all this. I'm going to buy 30 recipe books. I'm going to buy a dehydrator and a blender and a spiralizer and all this stuff and kind of pushing off the idea of using any of the equipment. So it's great to have equipment. It's just that we want to be doing just-in-time learning which is do a little tiny piece of research and then take the action and feel the results and then feel proud of yourself that you've done it. Then know that maybe you want to advance a little further and do a bit more learning and then do a bit more action. So that is really what I wanted to talk about today, which was knowledge versus action. I hope this has been helpful for you. I certainly know that for me my tendency is I actually am very intimidated by the idea of research and gaining knowledge. It's funny because I feel that um, many of the people that I work with at um might be, I think there's a mixture of people, but I certainly know that there's a big group of people out there that are better at doing research than they are about doing, taking action. Um, and I think we all have a tendency towards certain balance so mine is like I don't want to know how to do it just give me the thing and I'll just figure it out Um, and for me actually it for me it's been very hard to force myself to learn about nutrition and the science and stuff like that behind um, nutrition so we all have our things that we have to deal with and push ourselves and for me learning about nutrition is very uncomfortable but I do push myself to do that as well so I think the idea here is to just reflect I'd like you to reflect on what your pattern is. Uh, Are you a big learner? Do you kind of procrastinate that action? Um, Or do you jump into things and then you go like 100% raw vegan and you only eat watermelon all day and then you get nutritionally deficient because you didn't learn enough. So think about where you are on that spectrum and just maybe see if you can push yourself a bit to maybe take more action. And again, small bite-sized things that are like, um, going to be, I want you to take action in a small way that's going to be easily actionable and then easily able to be successful with that as well because success begets more success. So I think I'll just end it there. I really hope this podcast has been useful for you. I've really enjoyed recording it and again just the key takeaways from this episode would be number one, Let's get to taking some action so we can feel more results. And then number two, just recognizing that it is tough when you're learning something new, but just to keep going and then you will see the benefits and the results um, pretty quickly. It's just, we wanna get you through that really tough spot and just to keep persevering. Thank you so much for joining me and I'll talk to you soon. You have been listening to the Raw Food Podcast with your host, Laura Jane the Rawtarian. Visit me at therawtarian.com to browse over 100 of my absolute favorite simple, satisfying raw vegan recipes for free. While you're there, be sure to sign up for a free account so you can favorite recipes and access other special features. Also, consider joining the paid section called The Rawtarian's Kitchen, where you can watch over 70 video tutorials with me, download all of my ebooks, take online courses and cleanses, get printable PDFs, and much more. Visit therawtarian.com gettrk for details on what's included. Thank you so much for joining me here today on the Raw Food Podcast, and I hope to hear from you soon. So, until next time, enjoy your raw adventure.